0: instead of a creature.
1: Lord, Lord, help, Lord, help. Yeah.
0: This man sin foolishness is still alive today. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people are forgetting God. People just get involved in other things. And yeah. I tell you this morning, my friend, there's no way to get rid of him. Yeah. One day, you're going to need him. The problems of life will begin to overwhelm you. Disappointments will begin to beat upon the door of your life like a tidal wave. And if you don't have a deep and patient faith, you aren't going to be able to make it. I know this from my own experience. I grew up in the church. I'm the son of a preacher. I'm the great-grandson of a preacher and the great-great-grandson of a preacher. My father is a preacher. My grandfather was a preacher. My great-grandfather was a preacher. My only brother is a preacher. My daddy's brother is a preacher. So I didn't have much choice, I guess. But I had grown up in the church, and the church meant something very real to me, but it was a kind of inherited religion, and I had never felt an experience with God in the way that you must have it if you're going to walk the lonely paths of this life. One day, after finishing school, I was called to a little church down in Montgomery, Alabama. A year later, a lady by the name of Rosa Parks decided that she wasn't gonna take it any longer. She stayed on a bus seat. You may not remember it because it's way back now, several years. It was the beginning of a movement where 50,000 black men and women refused absolutely to ride the city buses and we walked together for 381 days. Uh That's what we got to learn in the North. Negroes have to learn to stick together. We stuck together. We sent out the call. No Negro rode the buses. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. The people of Montgomery asked me to serve as the spokesman. And as the president of the new organization, the Montgomery Improvement Association that came into being to lead the boycott, I couldn't say no. Then we started our struggle together. Things were going well for the first few days, but then about 10 or 15 days later after the white people in Montgomery knew that we meant business, they started doing some nasty things. Uh They started making nasty telephone calls and came to the point that some days more than 40 telephone calls but come in, threatening my life, the life of my family, the life of my children. I took it for a while in a strong manner. But I never will forget one night very late. It was around midnight. And you can have some strange experiences at midnight. The telephone started ringing and I picked it up. On the other end was an ugly voice. That voice said to me in substance, Nigger, we are tired of you and your mess now. And if you aren't out of this town in three days, we are gonna blow your brains out and blow up your house. I had heard these things before, but for some reason that night it got to me. I turned over and I tried to go to sleep, but I couldn't sleep. Oh. Yes,
1: sir. Yes. Not I
0: was frustrated,
1: yes.
0: bewildered. Mm-hmm. Then I got up and went back to the kitchen and I started warming some coffee. thinking that coffee would give me a little relief. Then I started thinking about many things. I pulled back on the theology and philosophy that I had just studied in the universities, trying to give philosophical and theological reasons for the existence and the reality of sin and evil, but the answer didn't quite come there. I sat there and thought about a beautiful little daughter who had just been born about a month earlier. We have four children now, but we only had one then. She was the darling of my life. I'd come in night after night and see that little gentle smile. And I sat at that table thinking about that little girl, and thinking about the fact that she could be taken away from any minute yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. and I started thinking about a dedicated devoted and loyal wife who was over that sleep yeah. uh-huh. she could be taken from me I could be taken from her right. uh-huh. and I got to the point that I couldn't take it any longer I was weak yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something said to me, you can't call on daddy now. He's up in Atlanta, 175 miles away. <laughs> no. yeah. You can't even call on mama now. you got to call on that something and that person that your daddy used to tell you about. Yeah. That power that can make a way out of nowhere. Yeah. I discovered then that religion had to become real to me and I had to know God for myself. And I bowed down over that cup of coffee. I never will forget it. Oh, yes, I prayed a prayer and I prayed out loud that night. I say, Lord, I'm down here trying to do what's right. I think I'm right. I think the cause that we represent is right. But Lord, I must confess that I'm weak now, I'm faltering, I'm losing my courage. And I can't let the people see me like this because if they see me weak and losing my courage, they will begin to get weak. It seemed at that moment that I could hear an inner voice saying to me, Oh, yeah. Martin Luther yeah. Stand up for righteousness yeah. Stand up for justice yeah. Stand up for truth yeah. And lo, I will be with you Even until the end of the world yeah. okay. And I tell you, I've seen the lightning flash yeah. I've heard the thunder roll yeah. I've felt sin breakers dashing trying to conquer my soul, but I heard the voice of Jesus saying, still to fight on. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. No, never alone. No, never alone. Promise never to leave me, never to leave me alone. I'm going on in believing in him. You better know him and know his name. Know how to call his name. Don't be a fool. Recognize your dependence on God. Centuries ago, Jeremiah raised the question, is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician there? He raised it because he saw the good people suffering so often, and the evil people prospering. Yes, centuries later, i slave, four parents came along. Yeah. They too saw the injustices of life and had nothing to look forward to morning after morning, but the rawhide whip of the overseer, yeah. long rolls of cotton and the sizzling heat, yeah. but they did an amazing thing. Yeah. They looked back across the centuries, and they took Jeremiah's question mark yeah. and straightened it yeah. into an exclamation point. Yeah. And they could sing, Thy is a bomb yeah. in Gilead to make the wound it hold. Thy yeah. is a bomb in Gilead to heal the sin sick soul. Yeah. And there's another stanza that I like so well. Sometimes I feel discouraged. Yeah. I don't mind telling you this morning that sometimes I feel discouraged. I felt discouraged in Chicago. As I moved through Mississippi and Georgia and Alabama, I feel discouraged. Living every day under the threat of death, I feel discouraged sometimes. Living every day under extensive criticisms, even from Negroes, I feel discouraged sometimes. Yes, yeah, sometimes I feel discouraged and feel my works in vain. But then the Holy Spirit revives my soul again. That is a bomb. In Gilead to make the wounded whole. There is a bomb in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. God bless you.
1: Hi there, I'm Bishop Penny Townsend, your Bachelor Bishop, host of KAYT's Hour of Power. I'd like you to tune in. I'll also pray for the most urgent needs that you have, and I'll direct you to Scripture for daily life and connect you to God in a most unique way. I'm also an account executive for KAYT 88.1 FM Alexandria, 92.5 FM Shreveport, and 98.9 FM Monroe. And I am available at your service to provide your time, and and that makes it possible for you to broadcast your church, programs and advertise your church event. KAYT is 70,000 watts of pure gospel power, reaching 80% of Louisiana, eastern Mississippi, western Texas, and Arkansas. And broadcasting your events can increase your ministry outreach greatly. So contact me if you need airtime at 662-704-0630. That's 662-704-0630. Looking forward to assisting you with your broadcasting needs right here on KAYT 88.1 FM Alexandria. Your real loves. YT 88.1 FM 70,000 watts of gospel power <laughs> beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi and the flat plains of West Texas and the beaches and bayous of Louisiana. KAYT 88.1 FM
0: We bring you greetings from the outside to Refuge the church, located the in these villages. Looked all the couldn't find found of this great church is
1: Pastor Paul W. Bale Jr church can believe in one Lord, With one faith. God.